So good afternoon, listeners. Good afternoon, Bolaji. This is Dells from the Dells and Parliament podcast. And with me here is Bolaji. Bolaji is the winning coach, um, the LSS winning coach of 2020. And the guy have quite the medal in the LSS games. Sue Siva, I guess, Bolaji, right? And the just person, I'm on good. good, yes. And it's a year five law student. And to me, that's actually the like, best class in the LSS games so far. Four, four medals, like two silver, two gold. I don't think there will be any other class that can actually match that record ever. I don't think there will be. For you to match that record, you have to get to the finals four times in five years. And I don't think anybody else can do it. Kudos to you guys. Kudos to the coaching team also. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I so, appreciate it. And so today on the podcast, today episode, which is episode six, I'm going to be discussing about, you know, the modern day football and the olden days football. Like the competitions between players. If I'm not wrong, since 2008 to 2020, I think just three different players have won the FIFA best player, you know, the like major awards. Just three players, just Ronaldo, Messi and Modric, right? Uh, yes, yes, yes. And if you look at before the 2008 season, the 2007 was Kaka, upward you know people like Ronaldo they have two of these awards people like um, Zidane they have three of these awards people like Denmark Ronaldo they have three of these awards and people like Denmark Ronaldo and Zidane they did not even win it back to back and they were like world players people like Figo won it people like Fajo Calavaro of Italy a defender won it so now the question yes so the question now is uh, do you think football is getting easier because no competition like like the competition is not as you know the way it used to be back then. So is it that football is getting easier and more money is coming in or what? So I want us to actually discuss about that today. Oh, okay. Um, first of all, what I would like to say is good afternoon to everybody. What I would like to say is that there has been changes from football of then and football of now. While it might not reflect in the uh, amount of personal trophies or personal um trophies that people have won but the state of the game has massively improved in terms of competitiveness and what we are trying to um, talk about about other players not stepping it up in this age um i think an argument can be made for both sides in the sense that in the sense that there is no attribute in this age this level of the level Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi are taking their game to way far beyond what we had as a season. And don't see what makes them so different from players of then and now. What sets Messi and Ronaldo aside from the players of their time? This is their time and also sets them aside from the working players is their consistency. They've been able to deliver consistently for the past 10 years. They've always been at the top. It is consistent productivity, not scoring more than both 30 goals in and then picking up again. He's been able to continue to I think that blind people to the fact that yes the game has the game has evolved. I can't really you can't really say that there is no competition now. It's just that it's just that right now the level both of them, the level they are at, it's, I'm pretty sure if they were doing, I'm pretty sure if 
they also came during that period and they give they are giving us this level of consistency then they will also be dominating those areas without any without any without any other rivalry per se. Yes, we've had great players in Ronaldinho, Zinedine Zidane, Denimar Ronaldo but uh, if you if you look at it properly, how many of them were able to stay that consistent for that long? Ronaldinho he was able to achieve everything by the age of twenty six he has already started his decline. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm guessing you. Yes. Yeah, so he has already started his decline. So I think that is what sets them apart. Is the that, that consistency, that drive to keep on doing it, and you just don't get tired. You don't believe that okay, you've won everything. There is no need for it again. That constant need to be the best, to mm-hmm. to be the one that's at the top of the game. So that is what really sets them apart. It's not an issue of competitiveness. We have we sure during this era we've had great players also during this period the likes of Ruben as Ruben, Neymar is also a great talent there. Griezmann has done a lot. There are a lot of players from uh, a lot of players in this age and era, Iniesta, Xavi and this so it's not that they aren't the no, it's not that um, there's no competition. It's just that the level those two are taking to the game to is not something that is beyond the push. Then I could say that then the highlight of the striker's career was coming a bit few attributes to him. But right now, that it is expected. Anything less than an attribute or less than two goals is big the failure to both of them. Last season Cristiano Ronaldo pulled in with was it not twenty now that's one goes I can't get the particular figure now per se it was it, it, it was regarded as a failure. That season was a, we, we put classified as a failure because of the standard he has set for himself. Yes. That yes. that the standard they set for themselves as the game is too high that it makes other players look so mediocre. But the past close to eight seasons or so um Lewandowski has been dominating the German Bundesliga. He has been racking up good. I think apart from Abameyang and Abameyang, yeah, Abameyang taking up the golden boots in Germany, no one else has done it. So this is it. He's already of course more than 25 goals in the league already. So it's not that other players aren't uh, being competitive. It's just that the level and the stage they set, the bar they set is so high. That it looks like other players are doing anything. Okay, so let us move to the countryside. Stay the same kind of which era is better, the modern era or the new era. Let me now ask you. If we remember, um, cause I'm I'm sure it's the history or we actually read it from somewhere or we watched the highlights. If you remember, it was 204, where Ronaldo was just a teenager actually. He was already in yeah, the national yeah. team that he lost the final to Greece. If you look at the national yeah. team, the, the national team Greece, the way they are, they, I don't think they can ever, no, don't let me say ever, but like in the next, in the next two heroes, I don't think they can actually get to that level again. And if you look at a, a country like Turkey, Turkey gets, they got to the semi-final of the 2002, um, no, semi-final World Cup, even North Korea. If you look at those countries, like since then, since, since right, right from that time, like what is the achievement? Even Nigeria, our highest ranking on the FIFA, this thing was, we, we got to fit, you know. They were calling us the Africa, um, the I'm um, you no know, Brazil national team of Africa. 
like we got to 50 that's the highest by, by any by any africa like people even predicted that okay that if we go this way we may actually win the world cup but like we actually declined even the talents that were producing they've declined people people like jj okocha people like kan people like osasi people like um obafemi martins tae taewo inyama like everything just seems to be shrinking down let us go to other countries too even okay brazil england they got to the semi-finalists World Cup they tried, but like can we really compare the Brazil that we have to the likes of Lampard, Tevi, Bridge? Oh, I mean you mean the, the current England we have to the previous. Yes, yes I'm I'm, I'm not calling countries now that I'm comparing yes. what they have now to what what they used to be. Apart from Belgium that does develop all of a sudden because this is a golden generation. Apart from Belgium yes. that does that rose up from nowhere and now they're like on top of football now. If you check other countries, like they be producing talent more than what countries are producing now. Okay, um, I will still say from, from coming from where I started, the game now and then is different. In the, there has been a lot of development. How would how would I put this is? Right now, let me take you a while back. Um, weeks ago, I was watching. Um, clips of old games, Champions League finals to be precise from the 1999. Let me use the 1999 final as an example. Mm-hmm. Manchester United Bayern Munich 1999 before Champions League final as an example. When I watched that game, I used, I saw the likes of Ryan Jakes, uh, David Beckham. Yes, that was my old generation. Of the legends, all of them that have been immortalized and. You would see that the game then is very different from the game now, in the sense that the game, the the, the, the technicalities that are involved in the game right now aren't what we had then. The technology has assisted the game right now, has assisted the game right now, the development of sports science has assisted the game right now to make players to be able to come, to be able to compete and allow um, data analysis for games for coaches to be a bit easier. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. Like, when I watched those games, you know, they stood out. In the sense that the past, you know, that we mortalise this play, we mortalise this uh, things properly. All we have was I understand what I'm saying. So, yes, I guess it. The, the, the game, in terms of technicality and everything, the thing has very, very much improved. So, that is why I feel that right now, because of how technical the game is, the game has been broken down to an extent where that it is what majorly decides the matches. It's not that much based on the individual brilliance of the player. It's not down to what the manager can do on the sidelines. And then, um, obviously, we had great coaches there. Then the same, and Crossman was the manager. And then, too, when he was still young, that's what they were really doing. Aspect of the game as it is right now, they yes, they've laid the foundations for us to get the game like this, but I you won't really say that 
you can't really claim or point out that they are the biggest tactical minds out there. Yes, you are crying for obviously, but I'm not taking that away for I'm not taking anything away for them by saying that. But what I'm just trying to point what I'm just trying to point out now is that matches nowadays is more based on what the coach can come up with because of technology has assisted every single thing to be fine to remove the weakest player for for instance I was watching an analysis on um, Liverpool Tottenham about two seasons ago or thereabouts when it was when um, I saw that the obviously we know Liverpool play with that with the high press and when someone was analyzing that if during the game that the player that was targeted the most when pressing was Danny Rose when the ball got to him on the sideline because obviously the touch and uh, the side and the left back the touch line is meant to be uh, more of a press because he can't play out of there if the ball will go against him and things like that so he was the player that was targeted in that game for uh, when they were pressing, whenever he got on the ball, he pressed him and he lost possession of the ball a couple of times and he resulted into the injustice. Things like that, but, uh, you can't. There are a lot of brilliant players out there that are skilled, but we don't really see much individual brilliance now than like what we saw then. Mm. How many. How many 60-yard goals do you see right now that that you were seeing back then? A lot of people taking sh- ridiculous shots from outside yeah, the box. Yeah, people like from the Tokalos, eh? So taking ridiculous shots from outside the box. So that's what I'm saying. Like, the game has been so fine-tuned that there, um, it is based, like, I believe the game right now is, it is based on how good, in as much as you need to have good players to execute, Whatever you need, it is how good your manager and your coach is that will determine how far it goes. So going back to that, it's not that this country, Nigeria, for example, it's not that this uh, is. I believe the problem with the Nigerian football is yes, the corruption that is too much of, and it's largely based on grassroots problems. If compared to countries in Europe, um, you can't point out. That you can't point out that Nigerian football is going from okay when they play that moves from the other 17 to the other 20, you can't we just have the players we had in the national senior squad right now. How many of them play together when they were young? Don't get the truth, obviously, you need to have new blood in when players get into the team. But the problem is the core, the core of the core of it. We've had great under 17 players. We are we are the champions of the under 17 World Cup. We won it several times. But what do we have to show for us? What is the development yes. there? Nothing goes into the agenda. Something we failed, we failed woefully. Why aren't we building on the success of the under 17 players? And I understand that the players need to pick greener pastures, moving to Europe, moving to big clubs in Europe at once, because things are hard, things are quite hard in this country. But that is still down to our our sporting institute, our sporting institute. We are not. I always say Nigeria is not prepared to be competing at the biggest level yet. 
because of this is we are not correct yes from outside that is Spain France Germany Brazil even though yes they are not the same Brazil of there that are winning world cups or winning the cup America you know but we still see that maybe these players that is come this this come together the same age groups. They fought together in the same age groups. Please, obviously, you can't have all of them at all. Some of them will succeed, some of them will fall. The cause of such things are really placed together. Um, the addition of just few and there are basic footballing principles, those footballing nations speak to. They know this is the style of play they want to, they want to adopt. They want to adopt. At several age groups, so that is just the truth. Not that Nigeria, the Nigerian footballers of now are not good. Are not yes, they've not been good enough recently. But we don't, we do not have the resources to compete. Yeah. To compete at that level, we do not have the resources, and that is downright our lack of planning. Corruption and our lack of vision for the future. Mm. So, um, the next question, because we are going to be wrapping it up very soon. So, um, can you give me the list of your your first eleven, like your greatest first eleven? And you are going to list two coach. So, one will be the head coach, and one will be the assistant coach. So, the assistant coach does not necessarily have to be normal assistant coach. Maybe two great coaches that you just have to pair them together. Okay, this is the head coach, and yeah. this is the coach. And your greatest yeah. SI? Uh, yeah, put me on the Ah, okay, let's start from the back. Uh, okay. Ah, yeah, put me on the spot here. Who will not take out my goal? And actually, the player comes to mind for me as a goal. I will go with Pikachu like Okay. I think I will go with Pikachu like Yeah, yeah. Go. I will go with Pikachu like Because it's too simple that I will go with Paulo Maldini and Real Ferdinand. Yes. For the right back position, I will go with Yavia Zanetti of Inter Milan and for the left back position, I will go with oh, Ashley Cole. Hmm, over Roberto Carlos. I will go with Roberto Carlos, obviously. He's a very beautiful player, great attacking instinct, but I will believe no matter in a full pass, I've always preached it that they don't need and to turn out and spend. Okay. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. He's breaking. That's why. Oh, okay. I said that a principal I've always preached about in that full party, in as much as the position is being revolutionised now with the likes of Trentano and Robertson, Marcelo, is that 
the same energy put going forward it must be the same energy put coming back to face it so it must be balanced it must be balanced it just can't be great offensively while being a while having having non-existent at the back and it's not a big balanced play and also I didn't really watch that much of Robert Carlos but Ashley Cole was great in that position. He, for England is the best left sided defender they've ever the left back that he's ever had. Most player would rather rival in the great for Chelsea, great for Arsenal. He's good. In the midfield, the central defending midfield I'll go with Claudio Machilini. Yeah, he was the one who revolutionized that position and is coming to the Premier League along with Jose Mourinho actually actually changed the the, the dimension of the Premier League to change the dimension of the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said okay. And the two midfielders along with them, wow, this is uh, this is hard. There are a lot of great issues mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. You know, the likes of Shaga and Nesta. Uh, but I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. I'll go with Frank Lampard in the middle of the park. greatest SI and the two greatest coach is going to pick 
So thank you for uh, thank you for being on the show with me. And for our listeners, more episodes will actually be dropping. That episode seven will be dropping, and episode eight will be dropping soon. Where we'll be talking about lifestyle and fashion, and the other episode where we'll be talking about rap music. So thank you, Balaji, for being on the show with us. And you guys should stay tuned for more episode. Thank, thank you. you very much for having me. Yeah, welcome. Peace out. Yeah. Yeah.